you may not know this, but with WBEZ, you can catch up on the news live anytime you want with the WBEZ app or at 91.5 on your car radio. Whether you beam it or stream it, the news is on WBEZ. From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. We did it. We made it to another weekend. And we are somehow in the year 2024. Somebody on NPR the other day said something about 2019 being five years ago. And I was completely flabbergasted. But here we are. I am so excited to introduce you to this week's panelists. They are some of Nerdette's favorites. With us this week, we have the host of the New Hampshire Public Radio podcast, The 13th Step, Lauren Children. Lauren, hello. Hi, Greta. Also here is the host of the Vox podcast, The Weeds, Jonklin Hill, JQ. Hello. Hello. It's so great to be back. Yay. Okay. So since this is the new year, I think we should get into the resolutions of it all. I have to say, I kind of love this topic because I am like both extremely anti-resolution, but also like adamant about like ritual and good habits. <laughs> that's, um, that's a good so combo. I'm really curious about where y'all fall on this. Like JQ, did you have any resolutions for this year? Okay. So I'm not calling them resolutions. I don't good. know. Maybe it's a game I'm trying to play with myself, <laughs> but I do have goals and it's a mixture of like things I want to try and also like activities I want to do. So mm. I, I have this list of goals pinned as um, a note in my iPhone for me to nice. return to with a okay. checklist. Uh-huh. And then I also have like my vision board this year is a Pinterest oh. board. Oh. And then I made a widget on my phone oh. for it. And so like wow. every hour it updates with just like a, like a every positive hour? message. Yeah. And I don't have to do anything about it. I just like look and I see a little image and I'm like, yeah, the vibes are good. Oh my God. That's so, so I was like, I knew, I knew you were going to be on top of your shit. I you. love that. <laughs> but like my goals are like, they also feel, some of them are very hard and some feel very ephemeral. Like for mm. instance, my goal for 2024 is to let go of things I can't control, which is Ugh. probably just like, mm. that's a life goal. I think Yeah, you know? that's like therapy right there. <laughs> Essentially. And then like, it's also like swim lessons and golf lessons. So oh. it's like a mixture of like little activities and, you know, things I want to do. Like I want to be earnest in a sensible way. Like that's mm. on my list Ooh. to be sensibly <laughs> earnest because I feel like people are either like very cold and, too yeah. cool for school and that's yeah. not it or people that's like funny. just jump I, out the window and it's like we gotta have a balance I feel that's something I strike <laughs> for with Nerdette actually it's like trying to get to that that sweet spot I think honestly. yeah like let's be earnest but you know like let's, let's show up you know yeah but also let's let's be logical a little bit friends let's oh my gosh you know, That's trying amazing. to have the best of both worlds. I love that so much. So we asked in uh, Nerdette's Facebook group, Nerdette Headquarters, we asked listeners what some of their resolutions were. And there's some really good ones. Amanda said, ooh, ooh. Amanda said, mine is just to savor. Too much goes by in a blur for 2024. 20, I want to savor it all. Isn't that ooh, gorgeous? That's beautiful. Ooh, I love that. I know, right? We also had drink more because their fridge is full of beer and wine they buy and they never <laughs> drink it. And they're wasting their money by not enjoying <laughs> the things they have. Wet, wet January. You got to throw a party. That <laughs> just means you got to throw a party. <laughs> so Lauren, what about you? Where do you fall on the resolution spectrum? I mean, I'm I'm just kind of floored by JQ. It's like I great know, for right? everyone that she went first and bad for me. But I, um, okay, so I have some boring ones, mm-hmm. which are like the expected, uh, try not to use my phone as much mm-hmm. and read more books, mm-hmm. which 
you know, I know it's boring. It's expected, but you know what? It's because we all should probably do it. So know, that's right? that's a one I'm really really trying to implement my phone i you know i asked for christmas for one of those little beaded things that you can put your phone on so you're like wearing your phone and then oh. i was like oh my god what's wrong with yeah, me you i'm like trying to, you, to make it more accessible <laughs> cut it off cut it That's off so, so funny that that request was was taken back um so i'm trying to like keep the phone away read books but less expected is that um all right so i i'm not a tiktok person but i i dipped in a little because mm-hmm. one of the things i've been thinking about a lot for this year is that greta knows that i love clothes and i love shopping mm-hmm. and i love mm-hmm. fashion and it's getting a little out of hand and i need to <laughs> <laughs> use what i got and mm-hmm. so i am hoping this year to kind of just like shop my own closet more often mm-hmm. both for like organizational purposes and sanity and wallet purposes but I learned in my little brief dip dive into the TikTok last night to try to get up to speed for you, Queens. Um, <laughs> I learned about the 75 hard style oh. challenge. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know there was a style challenge. Okay, see, JQ knew. I knew that one of you would be like, oh, yeah, That's that. Amazing. I saw that two weeks ago. Okay, okay. so... I didn't know what the 75 hard was or the 75 soft. I just learned about the 75 soft because I have a friend who's doing it. Yeah, Greta pitched us on like, let's talk about these things. And I had to Google them all. But (laughs) but, but it helped me with the challenge that I am trying, which is the 75 hard style challenge, which I learned about on TikTok. And is this like where you wear the same dress for 75 days or something? No, that would be really, really hard. But this (laughs) is like, you don't buy anything for 75 days. You take a picture of your outfit for 75 days. And there's also other like little mini inspirations. You can take like, don't look at Pinterest or Instagram. Look at pictures of yourself from your past. And like, remember the things that make you happy. And like, what's your individual style versus like looking to other people for influence. Mm. And I... You know, I was like, all right, if if at the very base level I cannot buy anything new and take a picture for 75 days, yeah, that's going to be a really interesting data experiment because at the end of it, it's not like, oh, look, I'm cute. It's like, oh, look, I never wore that one pair of pants in right. 75 days. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, that is I'm, an interesting really, one. You know, hold me accountable, Queens. Like, call me in know, 60 right? days. But, well, that's, yeah. you know, today it started. That's the trick of it. I mean, so last year, Ohio State put out a study saying that by the end of the first week of January, 23% of people who made resolutions have already quit them. Oh, Isn't that wow. Wild? Wow. Really? It's like, yeah. It can be hard to start habits, though. But once For you sure. get into a habit, it's like, okay. Like, I yeah. used to have to, I try to be a morning gym girly. Um, and oh, initially so, so hard. it is and initially, but like when I do it, I'm like, wow, I feel accomplished. Like for sure. I did something. To, it just means like, okay, before I even sit down to my computer for work, I did something mm-hmm. and it's so hard to do. But once you get into the habit of it, one, it's easier. And two, when you don't do it, you're like, I feel strange. What yes. is this? Yeah. But sure. getting started is the hardest part. It's like doing it. X amount of days in a row or like however many times a week or like for however many weeks. Like that's the hard part. I know. It's so fascinating. Also, I find if I have like a small version of the thing, yeah, I, like I can't talk myself out of like, 
working out is a is a prime example of like, well, I could and mm-hmm. but I have um I subscribe to the Skyting TV yoga videos. It's mm. like a studio in New York and um they have a fifteen minute one. And yeah. I'm always like, Okay, you have yeah, fifteen you can minutes, do Lauren. It. Yeah. Yes. You will be on Shop Up for fifteen minutes at some point today. <laughs> like do not <laughs> like so like Use that 15 minutes and it's like really quick and you don't even have to like change into workout clothes. It's just 15 minutes. And then after that, I'm like, all right, well, if I have 15 minutes tomorrow, I might have 30. It's just like you mm-hmm. have to start somewhere, which is the most boring thing to say. But it's, it's so true. I, it's so real, though. I mean, it's really funny. I've been talking to my therapist about like getting a meditation practice into my mm. life, which Ooh. literally involves sitting down for five minutes a day. And I just cannot fucking do it. I don't know. It's just like. Listen, if my therapist hears on this podcast that I said I almost got a strap so I could wear my phone more often, she's going to be like, you're fired from therapy. <laughs> like, you're not listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my no, gosh. the phone is, it's like, yeah, all these things, these distractions get in the way of doing the things that it's allow so us to intense. be present, like working out or reading yeah, a book. Well, I do think what's really interesting is that it seems to me like there is more of a trend towards goals that do feel like long-term sustainable. Like I think about, you know, Lauren, you mentioned the hard 75, soft 75 thing. And like the soft 75 is actually pretty chill. It's like, you know. What is it? You spend 75 days, you have to, 45 minutes of exercise a day. But I think you do get a day of rest. You're supposed to read. I think it's like 10 pages a week. You're supposed to have a healthy diet, but it doesn't say exactly what that, you know, like you can kind of tailor that to what you need. Um, I think you drink three liters of water a day. Um, You only drink socially. There's like a lot of wiggle room, which I think makes a lot of sense when it comes to stuff that you can actually like implement long term, you know? Yeah, I think all of this is like checking in with yourself instead of just like mm-hmm. barreling forward with your head and your phone every day. It's like, why don't I just like take a second to reflect? Or at least it sounds like it from what I'm yeah. understanding of this challenge. Yeah. It's like, what do I do all day? How could I do it just a, just yes. a skosh better? Like yeah. instead of just like carrying on, carrying on, carrying on, go, 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 go. I it's, think so too. It's all reflective, which, you know, is nice. And people are doing this damp January thing, too, which is also like, no, 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 I'm not going to cut alcohol out altogether, but I am going to drink less. It's like, I'm going to be aware of my drinking. Right. Yeah. I'm usually a dry January girly, Mm. but this year... Um, <laughs> I'm not. What happened? Well, what th- happened? this year I'm not because um, I'm going to a bachelorette party in New mm-hmm. Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it's is like a, again mm-hmm. wet January. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like you know, and I don't know. My I don't drink unless it's socially. Like sure. I, yeah. I didn't realize that people have like oh have a drink after work like at home. I'm like I have a fully know, stocked right? bar, but like. I uh, never pour a glass unless it's like, okay, I'm making risotto, so I had to open this anyway. Oh, um, beautiful. That's, I'm, I'm happy for you for that, because I will say, as a person who does have a drink, mm. I would say, like, five out of the seven days. Yeah. Um it becomes a habit, just like just like we were talking about. Like if you're if you're active and present about like what do I do all day? What do I yeah. put into my body? How does this make me feel? Yeah. yeah, like when you get into the routine of like I'm home, I put my daughter to bed, I go downstairs and I open a bottle of wine. Like yeah, or I could just not do that, you know? Yeah, it becomes it's just routine. Like, or maybe like I'm really into seltzer and bitters. Like that's my little Ooh. treat. Ooh. Oh, that's so nice. Like that's my little like I'm just like I'm gonna watch TV and like have a seltzer and bitter. Like I. 
all of adulthood is just me doing things I imagined adults do when I was a child. So I'm <laughs> I like, love that for you. <laughs> I'm going to like burn some incense, play some jazz music, read a book and drink a seltzer. And it's like, <laughs> oh, oh you know wow. <laughs> your, your, your candle seltzer reminded me. There are two things I learned about on the internet recently that like people might be doing that mm. I am definitely not going to do. Okay. Number one is give up candles. Like, oh. I, I, I just, are giving if, up candles? Why? People, candles. people are giving up. Like, I saw this on Instagram so it must be real <laughs> I someone was saying that there are toxins in candles and Ugh. so they, they they filmed a little video of no. like this big cardboard box of all their candles and they put it out on the front stoop and no. I wish I lived near that woman because I would go get them <laughs> I love candles also that seltzer might be bad for your teeth I do not care. Oh, yeah, those are two things where I'm just you know like, what I mean? maybe maybe when they do a period piece about my life, all a madman, <laughs> and like you know how like the pregnant oh, I will attend that premiere. Yeah, though you know how like back on the show Mad Men, it's like pregnant women smoking, and people are like that's crazy, or like that's so wild. They're gonna be like, wow, look those at her drinking all that seltzer, <laughs> drinking all that seltzer, and burning all those candles. What a different time. Oh. I'm so tired, y'all. That's hilarious. Okay, let's take a quick break, and then we will get to some other topics. You may not know this, but with WBEZ, you can catch up on the news live anytime you want with the WBEZ app or at 91.5 on your car radio. Whether you beam it or stream it, the news is on WBEZ. Okay, so another thing I wanted to talk to y'all about is closed captioning. Um, partly oh, yeah. because the LA Times just had a story about how closed captions are super common these days on TV, but movies still need to catch up with the times. And they cited a statistic that said that roughly half of TV viewers use captions most or all of the time, including 53% of millennials and 70% of Zoomers, which I thought was wild. And I was curious where y'all stand on, on closed captions. Do you use them? Well, I'm... I'm glad that they're like happening more often because like let us allow all people to watch all things. For sure, yes. From the accessibility standpoint, they should be everywhere. It's huge, huge. Yeah. For me, I'm a fast reader and I find that with yes. captions, I like jump to the end of the joke so the quickly joke that it ruins it. the Yeah, so like I yeah. I find that like I'd rather have to rewind and hear something again like sometimes if I am listening to a podcast and I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait, what?" Yeah. I'd rather do that than read ahead and ruin the punchline. So that that's kind of my thing. However, this is unrelated, but related. I will say that if you watch Bravo shows, Peacock <laughs> is definitely better because the swears are unbeeped. Again, yes. I realize this is not yes. the same at all, but if we're talking about our viewing experience, <laughs> I prefer a reunion with full swears and I will not have captions. We don't have to get into this now because there are matters at hand, but... Uh, we should discuss that uh, Salt Lake City finale Are at some you point. serious? Are you serious? I texted Greta and I said, JQ's on the you show. Did. Do you know if she watches Bravo? <laughs> oh, man. And you, you referred obliquely to like the news. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, Lauren. And I'm not going to Well, JQ does. <laughs> oh. Okay, we won't, we won't go there, but I will Maybe say. Maybe we will. <laughs> put it in the moment. Like, uh, I right, love yes. art. I mean, but as far as closed captioning. <laughs> Greta, I can give a really quick hot take, I promise. <laughs> as far as closed captioning goes. Yeah, sorry, JQ. Go on. As far as closed caption goes, I am a closed caption girly. Mm. 
Um, yeah. And a lot of it was Vox actually had a really good video explainer on this because just the way like sound mixing works now, like especially for movies, like it's mixed for like these big, you know, speakers and it just mm. things get sort of not as great when you're watching on your like 50 inch TV at home with the built in speakers. Yeah. Um, and so like I like it because the sound isn't always great. Sometimes it's a little mumbly. Like, yeah, I don't know. Ugh. I'm a closed caption girly. It helps Same. me like see jokes that I maybe would have missed. I will say sometimes I'm at the movies and I am like, oh, I would really like closed captioning right mm, now. That's oh, And maybe it's the streamification. But I've also like will sometimes go to movie theaters and like, dang, I can't rewind this. Yeah. And I have so moments funny. like that. I'll even be in like a Zoom meeting and be like, dang, I wish I could rewind. But <laughs> I just said. Um, and so maybe streaming has like broken my brain and the way I interact with media. That's really interesting. I mean, I will say one of my favorite things about keeping closed captions on is like, you know, you can tell like the personalities of the captioners to a certain extent. Like sometimes it just says music, but sometimes it's like ominous music and then it's like Ooh. mysterious music and then it's like tense music and then it goes back to, you know, it's like depending on the tenor of the show, I think it can be really fun even just to see how they describe stuff like that. Oh, I like that. It's like it's who's put fun. in a little extra effort at work that day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes they'll describe music and I'm like, I would never describe it that way. Yes, That's so also interesting. That. Yes. Yeah. I just think it's a really like it's just it's. It's a whole other level to a viewing experience that I think can be really fun. I will say sometimes on um, the Great British Baking Show, mm. there are times now Now that I'm all right, I'm, I'm listening to what JQ is saying. I'm, I'm processing it. I'm realizing maybe my television experience could be a touch heightened <laughs> in the times when there's a lot happening yeah. and there's a, a lot of baking and there's a lot of talking. And sometimes British accents are yes. very hard to understand. Yes. And so maybe I am missing some jokes. I and have I should, a hard I should, time with both British and Australian English occasionally. Yeah. And the, the captions just really help me get there. Captions <laughs> are really helpful if you're watching Love Island. <laughs> That captions See, were made we're for Love we're Island. Back to reality oh my TV. God. We're back. Okay, so I have one more topic for you. It is not reality television. It is the Stanley Tumblr, which has oh, taken yeah. over the internet. Um, I say that, but I hadn't heard about them until Monday, um, which is when we first talked about them in a production meeting for the show. Um, these are from Stanley, the insulated thermos company. Um, there's like this massive 40 ounce one that has a handle and a straw. It fits in most car cup holders. It keeps cold liquids cold for like 10 years or something. Um, people literally camped out at Target to get a hold of the limited edition Valentine Tumblr. Um, have you all seen these around? Are these on your radar? Yes. Yeah, uh -huh. So I have, I have thoughts. I have a, my best friend has a 10 year old. And so mm. when it was her birthday a few months ago, uh, I was made aware of the Stanley <laughs> because apparently that was what she asked for. And, I, and at oh. the time I'm like, well, maybe it's just like a hot trend in her school. And then no, no, mm. it was not. It's real. I will say, um, it's funny to me because um, what I also didn't realize, it's like like there's a lot of coveted water bottles out there. I did mm. not realize until I uh, gave birth that apparently the water cups that they get you in the maternity ward are highly coveted items. Oh, wow. This I did not know. There yes. are water cups in the maternity ward? Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> this is like hot news coming in for you. Is that if, you know, I, I maybe it's regional, but I don't think that uh, it is. Because I have friends in Chicago and I live in, in New England. 
they give you these huge cups with really long straws and like a big handle because you are so thirsty, especially if you're breastfeeding and, you know, you're like trapped by the, the physical body that that just had given birth and also the child that has arrived. <laughs> you're just like, I am not moving, basically, but I need to be hydrated. Yeah. And so it's like this like. I don't know, like take home gift that you get in addition to the child that you birth. But everywhere you go, if you're like in, you know, like postpartum life, like people have these cups and you they're like, like the oh, there's, look like, at your oh, cup. Stop. Yeah, the nice <laughs> cup. And I, I have become, that is like my main water cup. Wow. So I can see like being attached to a water cup. The problem with it is, and this is why this is all relevant, <laughs> it is huge and does not fit oh, in the car, the a cup holder. holder. Thing is the Stanley. So real. The Stanley has the cup holder bottom. So maybe that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say Stanley cups. So I live in D.C. and I am a metro girly. Like you will find me on the metro. You will find me on a bus. You will see me walking like that is those oh, are my so you transportation don't give a fuck modes. about a car cup holder. Yeah, I think it's saying? car. I think it's car culture. I that think a sense. lot of it is car culture. I could see and then that. There's the collector aspect. Like I think I yeah. I tweeted this and it did not do numbers and it should have. <laughs> but Stanley Cups are Stanley Cup collectors are the sneakerheads of Chevron moms. Wow, 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 wow. wow. There's so many. You know layers what? To I think it GQ. just didn't get the numbers because people were just overwhelmed with the genius. They yeah. were like, that is three beats of a joke, and I'm yeah, gonna sit back and take are, it. In. It was levels. It was levels. Ooh. So full disclosure, I bought one of those tumblers since the Stanley Cup? On Monday. Yeah, I bought one. How I'm so well, excited. was it hard to find? No, I got the 30 ounce because I don't need 40 ounces, but I'm especially for a road trip. I'm pretty excited about it. Like the straw and the large liquid containment, I think will be very useful. But to your point, JQ, like, I mean, that's about having the car for yeah. sure. Yeah. What is Wait the, minute, what color the, did you get? I need to know everything. <laughs> yeah. Like give us a breakdown. Give us your review. <laughs> okay. So I haven't used it yet because I just got it last night and I wanted to wash it. My whole thing was when I realized you could also put hot liquids in it and remove the straw and there's like a toggle thing on the top so you could drink hot out of it. I was like, oh, I was so oh you can drink hot. Yes. See? So, yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, I again, I got the 30 ounces. I got it in the shade Yarrow, which I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it, but it's kind of like Yarrow. a brownish yellow color. It's very lovely, neutral. And I am thrilled, y'all. I can't wait. You know what? Congratulations. You are a trendsetter. Well, you know, <laughs> I was talking to my boyfriend about this yesterday because, you know, at the risk of being very basic, I did buy this thing. But I will say uh, probably like 15 years ago when I was first starting on public radio, I was hosting Morning Edition in Fairbanks, Alaska, and I would bring my dad's Stanley Thermos to work and I filled oh. it up with like honey ginseng green tea. So I like to think of myself as an early adopter, but you're an authentic. Yeah, you're. <laughs> yes, you, you've, you've got a good claim. Part of me wants a Stanley Cup so that I can take it to my good union job. And by take it to my good union job, I mean sit at my laptop at my desk. Yeah, there you go. Well, we did ask our listeners on Instagram about whether or not they own a Stanley. And 271 people responded and 17% said yes. And the rest. Okay, don't. to be clear, to be transparent, so, yeah. I accidentally clicked that. So it's really 270. <laughs> oh, Lauren, what I don't know what happened. I was like, oh, I don't have one. And then I was like, Lauren, you're going to be wow. on the show tomorrow, you idiot. <laughs> Amazing. So it's 270. Oh my gosh. You two are my favorites. This was so much fun. Thank you both so much for coming on. Yeah, this Thank is you. fun. <laughs> Cheers oh to your Stanley goodness. Cup. Oh my gosh. Cheers to hydration.
One more thing before we go, when we rounded up the best TV shows of 2023 a couple of weeks ago, I also asked Vulture critic Catherine Van Arendonk if there were any shows in particular that she was extra looking forward to this year. And here is what she said. I'm a little excited about and like in excited in the way that one approaches a roller coaster that they know made them sick the last time. Mm. A little excited about True Detective coming oh, back. Oh, wow. That's a good way of putting that. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I... I'm I have seen some of the early episodes. I kind of like I'm ready for the for the circle to like go all the way around again. I'm ready for time to be a flat circle. I'm ready for <laughs> I'm ready for it. I I want I just I'm ready for kind of that that weird strange surrealist true detective thing again if mm-hmm. it can figure out how to land on its feet. Y'all probably know True Detective has been great at times. It has also been not so great at times. Season four premieres this coming Sunday on HBO. It stars Jodie Foster this time around, and it takes place in my home state of Alaska, which means you know I am going to have a number of opinions about it. I would love to know what you think of it too, or if you're even going to watch, you can chime in at our Facebook group, Nerd at Headquarters. If you're not already a part of that group, just go to facebook.com slash groups slash Nerdette HQ and ask to be admitted. Nerdette is produced by me and Anna Bauman at WBEZ Chicago. We are part of the NPR network. Brendan Banazak is our executive producer. And we will see you next week. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.